You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. The year is 415, and St. Augustine, the greatest mind the world has ever known, only to be matched 900 years later by St. Thomas Aquinas. St. Augustine was walking on a beach. He was frustrated. He was taking a break from what will become known as one of the greatest doctrinal contributions the church has ever known. He was working on De Trinitate, on the Trinity. St. Augustine worked on it for over 30 years and containing 15 books. And he was work, walking along the beach because after finishing the 15th book, he found out he could write 15 more. While he was walking on the beach, he saw a little boy running back and forth. Uh, he had a hole in the sand that he dug and he was kept putting the water of the ocean from a little seashell. He said, my son, what are you doing there? And the boy answered him, he said, I'm trying to fit that great big ocean in this tiny hole. My child, St. Augustine gently said, you could never fit this great magnificent ocean into this tiny hole. And without hesitation, the boy answered, and you could never possibly succeed in penetrating the mystery of the Holy Trinity. And then the boy vanished. Theologians and saints since then have wondered, was it Christ that appeared to St. Augustine? Was it an angel? We don't know, but the message is very clear. The Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is the central mystery of the Christian faith. This is the highest teaching that the Christian faith has. All of the solemnities that we celebrate around the year revolve around this particular mystery. Think about it. The descent of Christ in the incarnation, the resurrection of Christ on Easter, the descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, all of these are actions of the Holy Spirit. Today we do not celebrate an action of the, Holy, of the Trinity. We celebrate God in himself. Not an action, not something he did yesterday or does today or will do tomorrow. We celebrate today God himself, the highest mystery known to man. This mystery is higher than anything the world could ever think of. It's more complicated than astrophysics. It's higher than any technology that could ever be created. It's even more mysterious than doing our taxes.
This is known as the preacher's nightmare, the Trinity. But that's also why here at St. Pius we have a podcast where we can go deeper into these great mysteries that maybe we can't go into in a homily. First, we have to realize that the existence of God is self-evident, that you don't need me or someone else to tell you that God exists. People can look around the world, look at creation, everything, and determine themselves that there is a God, that there is a creator. And it's not many gods fighting against each other like the pagans thought. There's one God, one source, one creator. There's no competition. But with the incarnation of Jesus, our blessed Lord revealed the Father is God, the Son is God, and the Holy Spirit is God. The Trinity that is what Jesus revealed, a community, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. These three persons, one God, does not fight for power. People often try to understand the Trinity, uh, simplify it as a, like a math problem, one plus one plus one equals one, uh, or a clover, or something like that. But the closer we get to this mystery, the more mysterious it becomes. They do not fight for power. The Trinity freely gives themselves to each other and for each other. They are a community of persons. And if we're made in the image and likeness of God, it's no wonder why we ourselves live in community. A family, a community of persons, make a society. We reflect God, and that's why living in harmony, in peace, and in love is so important because it reflects God himself, the Trinity. This weekend, not only is it glorious because we celebrate the Trinity itself, the highest mystery of the Christian faith, but yesterday, our bishop at the cathedral ordained two more men to the priesthood from our diocese, raised them to the dignity of Christ the high priest. One from Franklin, one from Rain. You know, it's my experience that if you are a priest wearing a Roman collar and sitting on an airplane 30,000 feet in the air while experiencing turbulence, everyone is thrilled to see you. <laughs> Why is the presence of a priest so reassuring? Is because the priest is a presence. The priest is the presence of Christ. That when you see a priest, you should think of Jesus, just intuitively. 
The raising of a man to the dignity of Christ's priesthood is an act of the Trinity. No one deserves that title to be a priest because it's not their priesthood. It's not, you know, Father Poirier's priesthood. It's not uh, Father Brady's priesthood. It's not uh, Bishop Desertel's priesthood. There's one priesthood, the priesthood of Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit lifts up the lowly into the dignity of Christ's priesthood. The laying on of hands by the bishop, the anointing of the man's hands, the descent of the Holy Spirit. This has been a tradition since the first apostles, recorded multiple times in the New Testament. Not only that, but also this weekend, we celebrated yet another mass for a young lady in this parish here today, and I told her I wouldn't say her name, for a young lady entering the convent to discern to be a true spouse of Christ. I think this is my second or third mass for that occasion since being here. We've also accepted another young man to enter into seminary for this parish, and next year, Deacon Furka will be ordained a priest and celebrate his first mass here. Christ is still calling young people to serve him and to love his people. The Trinity is the very heart of the Christian faith. It's the mysteries that all other mysteries revolve around. So it makes perfect sense that because God is infinite, the more we learn about him, the more we see we need to learn. We see with God himself that human beings are made to live in community, but not just a community, a community of love, love and truth. God is love. And so when we exile God from our family, from our friends, our nation, the community falls apart. God is love. God is a community. Never forget that. When we turn away from love, then we lose our community the relationship with the other person. God, the Holy Trinity, is still calling young men and young women. God is still calling as many people as in the past. But it's the men and women whose hearing is not what it used to be. And so my advice is simple for someone discerning religious life or to be a priest. Do not be afraid. God loves you more than you'll ever know. And be silent. Be silent in front of God in the Eucharist. God speaks in the silence. So listen with the ear of your heart.